1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Hey, it's Miraz. happy Wednesday to you. We continue the farewell tour for me and Patrick Mahomes getting an Airbnb. Waka waka. It's the best of the DA show. Now, five years
3: The Chiefs have hosted the AFC Championship game five times. In those five years, they've won two Super Bowls. They've lost a Super Bowl. Okay, I know all of this. That's not what I'm
2: asking you. Oh, jeez. But then the two that they've lost, both in overtime, right? Bengals and Patriots. Wow, okay. I knew the Patriot one. I don't think I remember that Bengals went to overtime. Yeah, pretty sure which
3: means that Patrick Mahomes is a coin toss away and a possession away from five consecutive Super Bowls. Outrageous. Outrageous. So on the one hand, you're like, well, when does this train stop? Do we just pencil in the Chiefs for the AFC Championship game every single year kind of like we used to do for the Patriots? Is that not astounding?
2: He's two overtimes away from five consecutive Super Bowls. Yeah, McPherson in overtime. Wow, that's crazy. Honestly, and he's the right call on uh, Edelman's stupid glove hitting the ball away from winning that Patriot game, too. Remember that stupid punt return? Well, or D Ford. Right. Everybody remembers D Ford, but they screwed the freaking Chiefs on that day. They did. D4 though, was
3: offside. If he lines up onside or the Chiefs win the coin toss, that's a Super Bowl there. And they held the ball in overtime against the Bengals. But I think on third down or fourth down, that was when Mahomes got pressured and just chucked it downfield and it was right. intercepted. But, I mean, basically, they're two possessions away from five consecutive Super Bowls. So, anyway... Maybe you can just pencil them into the AFC Championship game. But it seems in today's NFL, it is still a big what-if that a lot of things have to go right for you to get to AFC Championship games and Super Bowls. And yet, with this new Netflix documentary, Quarterback, which I've been told I make a cameo in. That's right. You haven't seen it yet.
2: No, they stopped. Let me use
3: my mother-in-law's password. <laughs> okay. I think it's episode five. Mariota is one of the the subjects of this. It's Cousins, Mariota, and Mahomes. And my rant on Mariota quitting the Falcons, they overlay. They use my rant on that, and then they don't show me or to the show. They just use the audio from the show. That's incredible. It's incredible. Is that so? That is so. And then Mariota responds to it, like, I don't like this narrative. So a couple of listeners have pointed this out to me. I might have to find a free trial here. Right? How about that? I haven't seen it yet either. I tried to start episode one multiple times, and it kept shutting off right in the first (laughs) minute. And I couldn't that was my smart TV that was shorting out, the app was shorting out, or like you, our (laughs) stolen password and username (laughs) might be on the fritz. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think you would be able to log in at first, I told my wife.
2: You would be because one of my TVs was still lagging at the end last week, and it finally, as we started something, blanked out on me, and that was it. Okay, so you think it's because we don't have. Yeah, the, I didn't realize you are in the same clearance. boat. And I'm not giving Netflix a penny of my business until they allow me to share my password again. But you would pay for the subscription no. and then share your password? You're taking my mother in law's money. Let me watch. I
4: see. I see. I see.
3: Looks like Bogues is going to step in here. I didn't even get to the take here yet, but
4: I just have to come in as a gatekeeper. Whatever he used that joke last week, can't use it again now. Oh, really? Or two weeks ago, you used the Netflix thing with me. When I can't was go back to it. It's Sorry. not a joke. He asked me if I watched it. Let
2: let Damon get to the cold open, Bogues. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so
3: in this in this show, there is Mahomes and Jalen Hurts talking on media night. Of Super Bowl week. And there's a very interesting piece of information. They are talking about where their families are staying for Super Bowl week. And Mahomes says he got a place close to the stadium. And Hurt says, you bought a place? He's like, no, no, no. I rented a place. I Airbnb'd it. I got that bleep three months ago. Three months ago. That Patrick Mahomes, he's like, yeah, the prices go crazy. Mahomes rented a house for the Super Bowl three months before the Super Bowl. Talk about confidence. What's the best part of the story? It is where we begin. You're cold open.
1: You got the fam coming out? But I got a crib like six minutes from our hotel, so my fans will stay there. No, just like uh, Airbnb did. I did that three months ago. I'm like, bro, that's blessed up on the price. The most amazing,
3: sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's
5: your cold open. So
3: everyone today is going to focus on the fact that Mahomes was so confident that this is part of the Mahomes aura and magic. That Mahomes, what, in November decided, I'm going to rent a place at the Super Bowl because I'm going to be there. And that certainly is part of the allure and the dominance and the incredible nature of what Mahomes, who he is and what he's accomplished. But that, to me, is actually not the most impressive part. The most impressive part is a guy that has signed a a half-a-billion-dollar contract with the Chiefs worth $500 million and has state farm money and Nike money and Netflix money or wherever his other revenue is coming in cares about the cost of an Airbnb. Isn't that interesting? If you had $500 million coming to you, if you had all of these tens of million dollars coming in every year just for doing a few endorsements and cheesy insurance commercials, would you care about saving a couple of grand on Airbnb. I mean, what could Airbnb be for the week of the Super Bowl that Mahomes would scoff at? $1,000 a night? $2,000 a night? $5,000? What, that's $25,000 at most for the week. What does he care about $25K? And yet, it is why Mahomes, to this point in time, is the best investment in the NFL because he doesn't take anything like that for granted. In this case, you're like, wow, that's pretty bold to rent an Airbnb the week of the Super Bowl three months in advance. Except he does all the other things, the little things leading up to that day to make you believe he doesn't get thrown off course. He's not blowing money. He's not totally in love with celebrity he's still with his high school girlfriend crush and they're married and they have kids he isn't like oh I got to get out of a small market in Kansas City he wants to be there he structured the deal so that every year the Chiefs do have money to spend on other players okay he never seems to be Flying too close to the sun. He doesn't get into trouble with the law. There's no stores in being an arrogant you-know-what along the way. He treats his teammates well, his coaches well. Like, there is no reason to believe that he won't keep doing this. And that, I just thought, was so interesting. How many guys in the NFL will be the highest-paid player in the league or the NBA or Major League Baseball, etc., and care what an Airbnb price was going to be? But again, it's a drop in the bucket for a guy making that much money. And he's like, no, man, you got to get it months in advance or else that that bleep skyrockets. He still is a pretty regular dude.
5: An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them.
3: The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. You should be watching the show to see Mraz's facial expressions as he eats this hot bagel. That's at Twitch, and that's on YouTube at the CBS Sports Radio channel, and also at WatchDA.com. That's mobile-friendly. Asante Samuel. Asante Samuel on CBS Sports Network on the idea of Bill Belichick being the greatest coach of all time. Is he
6: the best coach in NFL history? Absolutely not. Are you crazy? Uh, why Why not? Look at his record without Tom. You got to win without Tom. So you One thing me? I learned about being great, you got to be great in different situations. It was all Tom. I was there. I saw it. It was Tom. Everybody know it. Tom
3: know it. But he ain't going to admit it because you want to be politically correct. So, Asante Samuel <clears throat> does not like Bill Belichick. He has criticized Bill many times over. So I I do think some of this critique is A, predictable, and B, not all that noteworthy. But I, I do think that Bill's success, or lack thereof, post-Brady, does have to factor into the grander legacy here. And I don't think Andy Reid is the greatest coach of all time. But when you do compare the two... While Andy Reid never won a Super Bowl without Patrick Mahomes, he went to five NFC Championship games, went to a Super Bowl, did it with two different franchises. Okay, so let's just compare Andy Reid and Belichick for a moment. Without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid has gone to five NFC Championship games in a Super Bowl. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick has never won a playoff game. Now, Andy Reid had much more time to do so, had more than a decade in Philadelphia. But I would look at Don Shula and say, well, note that Don Shula has the most wins ever. Don Shula has the undefeated season. Don Shula has two Super Bowl appearances, but brought three different teams, really, to the Super Bowl. Won the Baltimore Colts, lost Super Bowl three, Then the undefeated 72 and 73 Dolphins. Then brought the Dan Marino Dolphins to the Super Bowl, and that was a completely different team with a completely different roster and a different style. That was a ground-and-pound, defensive-oriented Dolphins team in the 70s, and then an aerial attack in the 80s. Probably hung out too long. The 90s were not that kind to Don Shula. But, and I'm not saying that Bill is not the greatest. I am just pointing out that there is an argument to to be had that Bill needs to prove some type of success and, you know, going 10 and six with the Browns. Not really that without Tom Brady. Here's Draymond Green on the Patrick Beverly podcast, talking about the Jordan pool punch.
2: I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time. And you you usually ain't just triggered
3: by something like that fast, you know, to that degree. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a team, you know what I'm saying? Like, and nobody on my team triggering me, you
6: know,
1: in, a, in an instant.
5: You know, we know stuff that you don't say amongst men, you know what I'm saying? We, we you know, we know you know things that you have to stand on.
3: Jordan Poole was a brat and said things that people didn't say, and Draymond Green is a hothead, and, you know, it's just oil and water right there. I think if you had a more reasonable human being than Draymond Green, or a guy who is less ready to tweak the veteran than Jordan Poole. It's just an incident that doesn't happen. But it's why Jordan Poole is not there anymore. Let's face it. And to be honest, I mean, offseason NBA stuff is just, to me, totally boring. This Embiid stuff and the pool punch or whatever, summer league. It's like, I think we're on to football here. Let's, let's dial back into the NBA when things matter instead of discussing drama off the court in the middle of the summer. And finally, the most important quote of the day comes to us from Ryan Hickey. He is the producer of the Zach Gelb show here on CBS Sports Radio and has found a bit of a niche online. He is doing takes in the shower. So he's setting up his camera, his phone in the shower, and as he soaps up, he's doing his sports takes. Here is the latest Hickey shower video.
6: NFL running backs in 2023? Like a good bar of soap. Do you need a good running back to win a Super Bowl? No. Do you need a great soap in order to have a great shower experience? No. But both are very, very important for having success on the field or in the shower. Let's let's take a look here. Let's show you. All right. So in the shower, the body wash is the quarterback. Everything in the shower should be built around the body wash, a good-smelling, clean-feeling body wash. Just like every NFL team should be built around a franchise quarterback, that's how you have the best chance of winning a Super Bowl. But... Just like a quarterback needs a good wide receiver a shower not only do you need a good body wash you need a good shampoo as well you gotta be smelling good from the head up as well that's a very good combo shampoo and body wash just like you do need a really good quarterback wide receiver combo but but that does not mean that running backs and or soap are both obsolete when you're feeling disgusting when you are Having, for my instance at least, having a 140 degree, disgusting subway platform, trash New York City air, breathing down your every second, now in the summer. How do I get clean? It's not by using body wash, not by using shampoo, it's by using the hard stuff, the soap.
3: You can break down the music there, Pete.
1: <laughs> go retire after Num- that.
3: Number one, guys. <laughs> Body wash or bar of soap, guys? Bar of soap. I'm still
2: bar of soap. Body wash. Hmm.
3: I, if you give me a nice bar of ivory or a nice bar of zest or something or an Irish spring, I prefer it, but I'm just, I'm, oh, Duke Cannon. That's a good bar of soap. It is. Katie it is. brought that in for us. Mm-hmm. But I just find myself around more body wash these days. So I think I would opt for bar of soap, but I think I am around more body wash.
2: Well, I use body wash too, but let me ask you, you feel totally clean getting out of a shower only using body wash? I feel like even when I use the body wash for the smell and everything, I still go soap at some point.
3: Yeah, that's fair. And I don't usually do the loofah, which is the the most important part probably of the body wash. Yeah, I love a good loofah. Pete, why are you opting body wash these days?
1: Well, I, I, I do both. It doesn't really matter. Like, like Whatever's there, <laughs> whatever I buy, whatever I feel like. But the Duke Cannon you, that you mentioned, that, that's another level bar. Yeah,
3: it really is. That's a big-ass bar of brick of soap. All right, number two, let's forget the content here. What do we think about Hickey's niche right now <laughs> of shower takes? <sighs> well,
4: I will say this, that no. a, a former colleague of ours texted me yesterday to point out that his Instagram algorithm back-to-back gave him our picture with the beautiful Lisa Ramos and then Hickey in the shower.
2: That's a tough back-to-back.
4: That's a tough—I have been mean, right back down to earth. <laughs> That's breaking even in the worst possible uh, way. I had algorithm. a former
2: colleague text me about this video yesterday, too, and said— I like the guy, but Hickey sucks, and that's all I got.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I admire the creativity, I suppose, but I don't know if that works. Now, Hickey is a clean fellow. He dresses well. Handsome guy. Handsome. He always seems like he's got good personal hygiene. Right. I trust him on soap advice. Yeah, I think I do, too. But I, I don't know if the niche is enough for me to want to keep coming back. Shower takes.
2: so It's distracting. Yes. However because I'm oddly glued to the shower takes, I found this one to be the best one yet. Ugh. I thought he actually made sense, you know, He and he went and he was pointing out, part. he has a lot going on in his shower, but the shampoo and everything, uh, maybe I didn't love every comp, like maybe the left tackle should have been the shampoo, and as a bowl guy, maybe slightly offended, you can't win a Super Bowl, but either way, I thought it worked. I thought I thought this comp worked. Mm. Uh, my burger comp or Hickey's
3: shower comp?
2: I liked his shower comp better. Wow. No,
3: Your burger mm. comp,
2: 15 times over.
3: Wow. Thank you, Pete.
2: No, I No, pound for pound, you had more things to go to with shopping for burgers. I
3: thought my visual was better. Hickey's, I didn't think, created enough of a clarity with his argument.
4: Maybe, but we actually had a real visual there, which was him in the shower pointing true. those things I didn't out. The burger. Right. Had you come in with like some kind of apron and Ooh, some charcoal to really cup. sell right. that, that might have a hot
2: griddle we plugged in right here. It would have yeah. great.
4: That's fair. Plus, I kind of agree more with Hickey than you, so that helps. Really? That I might break the tie wow. and take Hickey here. So you think the ketchup is not replaceable? Well, specifically, I'm with Sean on Heinz always. So, but my point, I guess, my Would rebuttal. Your kids know Heinz. Nah, they're versus? 12. I wouldn't have known at 12. Okay, so that's kind, kind of, of a more refined palate now. Okay. But they also wouldn't know if I was skipping on anything else. They wouldn't go. This is not. Where is the short rib mixed into this blend of meat? Okay. There's plenty of other places to skimp on.
3: So my comp needed some work.
4: Yeah, it did. And I'm going to close with this Hickey thought. Were
2: we aware of this? Because I only was aware of this podcasting. He has now called his own show on Friday night Hick at Night. Oh, I didn't even catch that. And it's like a, it has a whole logo and everything. Hick at night. Is that right? Hickey's got his own logo for yeah. a once a
3: week show. Yeah,
2: and it's called. Cool. And I, I got to be honest, I'm looking at it. It really pops on the screen. Does it look like the Nick at Night logo? It's just his face with like no. It not really. It uh, should. It should. <laughs> It's Bubble, you get Chance the flavor. What and was that that noise mean, in there. That it might have nice. become my favorite show name in the history of CBS Sports Radio. Wow. Hick at Night. More so than the pork store, which was hosted by you. Similar time slot. In fact, same exact time slot. Uh, yeah, I prefer Hick at Night. I think he's got some. <laughs> kid's, <got chops. laughs> <The laughs> kids got chops. Kids
4: got chops. Great You're branding. You're a kingmaker now, huh? Yeah.
1: Great branding. Need a better host.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right, let me get your breakdown. <laughs> That was a real drive-by. Yeah, huh? I know who's out on the producer job.
4: <laughs> I'd also ask, though, then if it's not him, it can't be Hick at night. Or is there another Hickey that could host better than him? Well, Shep tried to do Clarissa
2: Explains It All. It didn't work.
4: <laughs> Shep explains it, explains
2: it all. Shepard explains it all.
1: There it is. Money. Money.
5: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Woof.
2: <laughs> they wanted me to host a show called All Fat, but that also didn't play. <laughs> we couldn't get the copyright on that. It's
3: all fat,
5: All Fat.
2: All right. So you now
3: had the hot bagel from Bryce Gelman. It just came back up a little the bit. The hot
2: New Jersey bagel. What'd you think? So this bagel store does something that not every bagel store does in the northeast of New York area. It seeds, fully seeds, both sides of the bagel. Usually you get... You know, a top, you get some remnants on the bottom, but I would argue the bottom might have been even more packed than the top, which is hard to do because usually, you know, the bagels they flake off in a bag. It stayed. He was right there was a perfect amount of bagel crunch, but not like a chip crunch. You know, the bread type of crunch you're looking for, while a good doughy inside really pops. So I thought the seed flavoring that I was getting, all flavors, bottom of your mouth, gets that little ripple effect on the onion and the sesame seeds, top of your mouth also, while crunching both sides of your jaw, (laughs) and then the exploding dough into your mouth with whatever you want to do, some butter or cream cheese in the middle. I wanted to be a hater just to bust his, you know... Chops a little bit. I can't. That I am gotta call it the best bagel I ever had. No, but if you told me, hey, closure eyes. top five bagel, I would think that suffices. Yes,
3: I'm a hundred percent in locks up with you. I can't say it's the best bagel I've ever had because I don't remember the best bagel I've ever had. But if you told me, da, here were your reactions to all of the bagels in your life, and this was a top three reaction, that would make sense. The doughiness on the inside was very crucial. It was soft and doughy, but not undercooked. And not airy. And not airy. Had a good flavor. I went plain with a little cream cheese on it. Didn't eat a lot of cream cheese. And I would even imagine that had I gotten it hot from the place at the place or within five minutes, it would have been even another level better. It was Probably
2: great. true. It was great. Because especially when you put the butter and cream cheese, if you get it like fully hot from yeah. the store and they wrap it in the white and then the you know like that oil gooiness comes, oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nicely
3: done, Bryce. Nicely done and I was texting with our next guests making sure we had the date lined up the time lined up bada bing bada boom beautiful mystery and then our next guest posted on social media I'm coming on the DA show and I was like oh and then I found out our next guest was texting with morass, And I was like, oh. So, the not so mystery guest, Katie
7: Liddendahl! I'm an idiot! <laughs> I ruined everything! <laughs> I didn't know, y'all! I didn't know! <laughs> <laughs> I put myself on blast all over social, <laughs> and Raz is like, "Listen, I've been in a glass case of emotion <laughs> since your departure announcement." Well, this really cut did, me some slack.
3: This did hit you hard, very hard. You and I were texting True privately story. about how this was this was this was
7: tough. This this felt like a death in the family. Wow. Yeah, emotional, um, emotional. <laughs> I, I, w- I was writing a a, a a Mraz goodbye letter, but it turned into more of a you googly. And I'm like, the guy didn't die. Pull it together, Katie. <laughs>
3: That's right. And the show will go on. You're it still w- always it, it invited back It will never be here. the same. No, Let it me won't. be the
7: one. That, uh, you guys have created this on-air chemistry that will never be replicated. Like, did you realize that in the midst of it all? I think there was a
3: moment where, yeah, we were like... At least I knew. Wow, every day we go in and we're really like a jazz ensemble. Like, we were all playing yes. off one another really naturally and really well. And it's it's orchestral. really orchestral. So it, I knew that it was it was special. And hopefully the next person that comes in here will also have some chemistry. I with, wouldn't
7: want those shoes to fill.
3: But it takes time. It takes time. and they Maraz smell and I together in their for,
2: size 11s.
3: Maraz and I have been together more than 10 years. So
7: Insane. And then the guy... You know, has an accident on air. Yeah, that's right. Somehow, is still on the air after Bob's bar.
2: And
3: somehow, second pr- year promoted. And gets get
7: promoted after
2: Bob's
3: congratulations. bar.
7: Congratulations!
2: Thank you. I did it.
7: Teach me your ways. Mraz had
3: a competitive eater belch oh. in his face. Something that came up for the Nether regions, and then was shortly thereafter promoted.
7: <laughs> no, and then wait—you're skipping like ten steps. So you got slapped in the face with a sausage. <laughs> Somebody then got oiled up on the show as their prize for coming the farthest. You invited America to your home. Like We should back up seven steps. All the midst while bagpipes were playing. I said I couldn't have spun a roulette wheel and come up with more random activities than Bob's Bar. I'm still recovering. But I love it. I love everything about you, Mraz. I love everything about the DA show. I love DA, Thank bloody, you. bogus. Just feel like family, you well,
3: know? because you're such a good fit on the show because you come from the same place we do of embracing <laughs> chaos
7: and ridiculousness. Yo, yeah. You love it. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, when you get your best thoughts at night and the shower, I was thinking, I was like, if somebody were to ask me, like, what's your vibe? I'd be like, you know, I am equal parts, like, elegant gala where they're like, oh man, would you like a little appetizer? We Would you like a plate with a napkin or a f- fancy gown? Would you like... Yes, I would. 17 of those, please. <laughs> I am equal parts like evening gown emceeing a gala meets Bob's Bar. That's right. That's who I am.
3: Well, when we go to Bob's Bar and you're there, the eerie PA in you oh. is there too. Like everybody from It's eerie like PA, I stepped through a portal. Right? Everybody in eerie PA would feel totally comfortable at Bob's Bar. Oh, yeah. That's that... That's... The oh, body. yeah.
7: They're like asking what dish to bring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure, we we embrace it wholeheartedly.
3: Which is amazing because in your line of work, you're dealing with some really high level powerful CEOs, tech executives, music executives, etc. So you have this upper crust of society that you you float in very comfortably. And yet, we love you because when Bob's Bar happened, you totally embraced that as well. You know what to do there as well. So
7: I think I remember screaming at Badlands to stay strong while he, he attempted the longest burping record. And that's who I am. <laughs> stay strong. I was like, stay strong, Badlands. You got this. <laughs>
3: You got this. And your background also, you love wrestling.
7: Oh, I love wrestling. So you I, love sp- the- I worked in with WWE for quite some time.
3: So you love the showmanship oh, as well. yeah. The ridiculous showmanship. Give me
7: some pyro, some entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here yeah, for it. Yeah. What a world.
3: <laughs> totally. The best part, though, is that we somehow, I think, overdid your senses that day because you Irish goodbye us. It was just. No,
7: I had to go to a corporate event, you guys.
3: Oh, I thought it was sensory overload. And you're I like, drove I got to like get out of here. six
7: hours to make it to Bob's Bar from Boston that day, and then turned around and had a flight to Florida. I had to make my flight.
3: Out of Boston?
7: Yeah, I had to go back to Boston. Oh, my yes. goodness. Why didn't you fly I was exhausted. York? Oh, my god. I know. I, I, I was not missing Bob's Bar. Jeez! And then my new assistant Who I dragged into Bob's Bar too She
3: was fantastic
7: She was like wow I don't know how I can come down from this (laughs) She's like she she said quote What does this mean for my future (laughs) And I was like well first off I don't know what that means (laughs) Notice she's not here I think she's still recovering (laughs) Contemplating Yeah we were on a come down for like Four days we had to switch gears real fast
3: did she think that it was good for her future because she endured that and survived it or bad that she was taking along she's with She's never
7: such... seen anything like it.
3: So she's from a good household.
7: <laughs> no, she comes from an orphanage in Ukraine, actually. actually yes, she has an amazing backstory. I'm like, she's seen everything. She hasn't seen Bob's Bar. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, an insane backstory. God love her.
2: Ironically, Bob's Bar, a bit of an orphanage as well.
7: You know, I think it was the rubdown. <laughs> if anyone wasn't at Bob's Bar, there was a, How would you describe the... Um...
2: The oiling of
3: boil was a sight to behold because far more people <laughs> wanted to engage in it. I, it was supposed to be Weird. a booby prize where right. the person that came from the farthest away kind of had to oil him up. And I thought people would be like, oh my God, I don't want that prize. But multiple people who had not been rewarded that or punished by that, wanted to engage in it. So that was a weird one.
7: Yeah, and then after the guy oils him down, very nice individual, he's like, hey, Katie, great to meet you. Listen to all this stuff. I shook his hand and I was like, "Ah, dang it, there's not enough Purell within a 20-foot radius to clean this off my hand. This is disgusting.
3: (laughs) That was was one for the record.
7: That was, I was like, Really impressed you were still on the air Monday.
3: It's a weird relationship we have with the bosses here. (laughs) It works because
7: they know it works. I guess that might
3: be part of it, (laughs) that we built up enough inherent credibility with affiliates and listeners to where they just go like, I guess it's working, hands (laughs) off, I guess. They don't really quite get it. But there has to also be a, like, Parents looking at their kids like, I don't want to know what's going on. So (laughs) just don't don't even tell me what's going
7: on. Or legal. (laughs) (laughs) Or legal, yeah. Yeah. Of course you know when you're an adult when you're like, wow, what was the liability on (laughs) that (laughs) on that program? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's the
3: reality we we exist in here. So hopefully we can keep doing Bob's Bar, even though Mraz is going down Oh, you're down doing the, Bob's
7: Bar down again, the duh, right?
2: Uh, well, we have to, especially since the fact that my dad hasn't stopped driving around his Giants cooler to everybody he could do. <gasps> That's right. You brought him the Giants cooler, which was
7: epic. Yes. Totally yeah.
2: epic. Yeah, our neighbor's a Cowboys fan, and he drove the cooler full <laughs> of that neighbor's favorite six-pack to say, looking forward to the season, pal. <laughs> So he's running He's running parlor tricks with the cooler now. So I think, yes, he's going to welcome everybody back to Bob's Bar. So the, the the the
3: cooler that Katie brought by was, like, it had four wheels. It had a truck. It was like a truck, and it w- had the Giants logo on it, and it was remote-controlled. And so the cooler itself, you could put the beer in or the drinks in and then just drive it around the back patio or drive it down the block. <laughs> it was amazing. Yes. And so Bob can sit in his – recliner, or sit in his lounge chair outside and just have the cooler come to him.
2: It's gotten to the point where if you've been there four times since Bob's bar, he does the same thing. Look at this. Look at this. Look yes, at this do. you didn't tell me this, Brad. Oh, and every friend, yeah, Bob, I you did this last time. I get it. The cooler's <laughs> driving up with my beer. I understand what we're doing here. He's obsessed with it.
7: I love it. I had that custom shipped in for Bob. He
2: remembers to charge that remote more than his phone. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Fantastic. We were
3: talking earlier in the morning. It's our poll question bar of soap or body wash? When you're in the shower and you get ideas, bar of Oh, soap, bar I, of soap. Because I love the Duke Cannon bar of soap that you Oh, yeah. Us. Duke is a bomb. Loved, loved, loved. Totally. Loved. So you're more bar of soap than body wash.
7: Yeah. I like a legit old fashioned bar of soap Yeah. that's like made from, you know, like the, 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 the I'm going to really nerd out, like the real ingredients. Yeah. I don't want an Irish spring either. I don't want some manufactured, processed bar of soap. Yes. I need something made from the Concord Museum <laughs> where Paul Revere's, you know, fluth. I, I, I'm really big on my bar of soap. Isn't that odd?
3: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think body wash is much more popular now if you if you, the Because it's easier. That's, that's, cheaper, there it is. easier. that's cheaper,
7: uh, easier. That's what's wrong with our society right there. They don't even want to like lather up the soap. Right. They want it easy. They just want to squeeze right there. Yeah, it's a snapshot.
3: I know. So that's our poll question today. But I wanted to know when you came to Bob's Bar, you got to meet some of the the storied characters, including Moist Pork. He came up. Oh and yes, wanted to take a picture. Moist with you. Pork, good man. He was really excited. Yeah, was Moist? Good man. Was Moist Pork the most <laughs> excited to meet Katie?
2: Yeah, I mean, again, I didn't witness this, but there are reports of people being knocked over and trampled as Morse (laughs) ran to take a picture of Katie before she was on the air with us. He drove from Baltimore just to meet Katie. Yeah, I think he used Shlomo as a fullback and just plowed through (laughs) right to Katie. (laughs) Now,
3: at this Bob's Bar event was also Dana Mechanicsburg. And Pete, I would like to to play Dan's laugh montage because I think Katie would appreciate this. Dana Mechanicsburg made Bob's Bar 2 last year. And he drove from Mechanicsburg, PA. I don't know wow. if that's close to Erie. but Mm-mm. And he actually fell asleep in the basement. <gasps> oh, I thought la- you were going to say at the wheel. Year. I was like, no, no, no. In the basement. Y'all got
7: to make it to Bob's bar first.
3: And Bob and Nancy allowed him to sleep in their bed, but he declined. He slept on the couch downstairs instead. So this year <laughs> he came and he's amazing and he brought his buddy too. Wow. And Dan wanted to throw his hat in the ring for Mraz's job wants to be the executive producer so he started by doing an impersonation of fat Albert we think it's fat Albert when he hey, 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 how's it go da when he came on the show and then oh, okay and yeah, then that he works. started doing some other impersonations now he did a wrestling impersonation so I wanted to get your take on this and through it all had this signature laugh that we feel has zoomed him to the top of the Candidate Chart.
4: (laughs) Oh, yes.
1: (laughs)
5: Eat the body, bloody. It's me, Macho Dan,
3: Randy Dan. uh... (laughs) What do you think?
7: Cream of the crop 360. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs>
3: that's that's who we've got right now in the number one hole. For <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: that's it? That's your pool? Hey, how's it going, DA? <laughs> it's a it's shallow like, pool. Yeah, it's not like a Celtics bench here. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and oh, that's yeah. our candidates.
4: <laughs>
7: well,
3: we, we started last week interviewing <laughs> listeners who had no background in, in radio or, or media in general. And he was the one that seemed to rise to the top by virtue of that impersonation and the laugh. And so now, this week and next week, Pete the Body and the bosses are interviewing people that actually have experience <laughs> in this position. So we'll see if they can beat Dana Mechanics. Mechanic.
7: That's your like idea of internal candidates, you know, where like internal candidates get like the first look. You're like, hey, just send in some uh, some interesting voiceovers, and we'll, we'll we'll put you right to the top just pass everybody before applicants come through
1: Uh, i like i also like puns like my i i feel like my puns are better than Morasses.
3: that was another candidate so not strong
7: uh, nothing i heard is strong no offense justin verlander fastball
3: well maybe we're not projecting the best of what we heard last week but we got some really this
7: is bar here. It is. Look, These we, are big shoes.
3: We, we have had a lot of outside interest from people in the industry. A lot of people that actually have legitimate experience, which is pretty great. And then
7: you go rogue and hire a macho man impersonator. <laughs> I mean, you're like, well, three weeks into it, you're like, that wasn't a great idea.
3: Well, the thing is, if we follow the trajectory of Moraz's origin story, I decided on him as the executive producer after our meeting Primarily because he was named after the New York Giants punter. And I thought that was enough of a ridiculous <laughs> backstory to where we could get something out of him. And look at what look at what bequeathed. So, if we go with the guy that kind of has a bad macho man impersonation,
7: you know, maybe
3: we got something. You got
7: to trust your gut. It's like right. when I walked into the dentist, he's like, oh, how'd you find us here in New York? You know, there's four gazillion dentists. I was like, I like the logo. He's like, so you, you take your dental care because of the logo? I'm like, yeah, it was simple. It was modern, right to the point, efficient. Guy thought I was nuts.
3: 20 was a- grand later,
7: he's like, great choice.
3: Was it a good dentist?
7: No, it's a little weird. It was a little weird. <laughs> a little logo, weird. Yeah, I got out of there quick. It lasted about a year.
3: <laughs> Are you gonna hang out for a little bit here?
7: Can I? Can I invite myself in yes. for? Yes.
3: Hang out because I wanted to do, since we had a not so mystery guest, I wanted to do <laughs> a mystery segment coming up here next. Perfect. Katie Linnadol is in with us to say fond farewell to Moraz. And you can always listen to the show in podcast form, full four hours, best of the show, or the PGP, the podcast about the radio show. One of our favorite bits around here is potato chip taste testing. So, whereas you can take off your cap, I have gotten the most creative potato chip snacks that I could possibly find. And we're going to taste test these, okay, guys? I'm not going to tell you what the flavors are yet until we taste test them. On that side of the glass, there's enough for both of you guys. How exciting
5: is this?
4: What is this? One of them looks like frog feet and might smell like them too, so I'm slightly nervous. (laughs) Uh, Can I also ask uh, pseudo-intern Bryce if you can go get me my cup of water from my little... Bryce, Back could room. you go grab... It's ...in a black, so dish, like, thermal cup water. thingy.
3: Now, this is an ongoing bit that we always get the Lay's crazy flavor potato chips every single year. And with Final Miraz Week, I'm like, without crazy Lay's, we've got to find something else. So I told Pete the body I was going to go out and find some really unique flavor potato chips. And he thought the idea was a great idea. So I went to... Some grocery stores that were off the beaten path to find...
7: Family Dollar.
3: The most unique flavors out there. Okay, guys.
4: I don't like these, Sean.
3: That's for Bogues.
4: That Rice water. has all of my drinks. I like this. Bryce yeah. is coming in with the Bogus drinks. My entire Yeti line of drinks.
3: <laughs> Rice is amazing because... He has the same demeanor no matter what. Oh, it's, it's always good. like, I Even got keel? it. Even keel. Even keel. Got it. No, nothing to see here.
7: <laughs> he gives a thumbs up. That's him. So we're That's
3: to We're going to start. Katie, I don't assume you want to try any of these.
7: Well, I, I thought it was very interesting that everybody got a plate except me. It's like, that speaks volumes right there. <laughs> like, you're just you're just trying to make me make through the rest of the day.
3: Yeah, I don't think Cause, you, cause you want any It sounds like this is a run. situation
7: where you eat and then you wait.
3: Uh, <laughs> your body is treated well way better than our <laughs> bodies are so i want to start with these little mushroom cap cups okay. okay okay they're light tan they're flaky they're kind of like air popped they look like something else
2: munchos
3: curled munchos yes, they look wow like munchos. oh
7: i thought you got it
3: nope so let's go ahead and try those
4: okay. oh. I'm so out on these. They taste like styrofoam. Mm, they taste like styrofoam and foot fungus. Oh,
1: come they on. It tastes like
4: they're supposed to be, yeah, I was going to say, almost like a really soft. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. That would be
3: shrimp tempura flavored snack known as Lala. Ah,
4: Lala
2: that's fine. This is from the Philippines. Yeah. Lala. I like shrimp tempura. Like, I don't like
7: shrimp let me tempura tell you something, flavored snack. We're off to a bad start. You want to make me puke? I, I jumped in and ate it, and I'm allergic to shrimp. Well, it's not real shrimp. Tell me it's artificial.
4: Has
2: to be. We're
7: off to a bad start.
2: Oh, man. If this is how we lose Katie. No, this would be <laughs> really no, bad. No, you Don't. lost
7: me at Bob's <laughs> Bar. I'll be strong. I got an EpiPen. If things go south, I'll just jam it into my thigh. Cap <laughs> I
3: would love that. No, it's just flavored. It's it's just wheat flour, cassava starch, vegetable oil, then shrimp flavoring and tempura flavor, and then
4: a bunch of chemicals. Yeah, it, it tastes like a savory fortune cookie. Okay.
7: Okay. That's a, that's believe- the worst description, bogus. No,
4: it's not,
2: Katie. Before we continue, you have any other allergies?
7: <laughs> <laughs> like frog have pee. Yeah, Your really? thoughts
4: on frog vertebrae? You know have
7: a shrimp potato chip.
4: This dude. That's why. And you didn't want a plate. You shouldn't have asked for one. He was Jeez. sparing you. No.
7: Okay. What's next? Iodine funions? These I got look- an <laughs> allergy to that too. I'm a nerd. I got all the allergies. Okay,
4: this little—I oh, don't like this one at all. Bluish, purplish
2: cracker thing. Okay, it's clearly crab shaped Yeah, I was just say it looks like blue
4: crab. Crab shape. <laughs> I am now allergic to these.
1: I'm done. I'm
3: out.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh it's just getting worse and worse. I'm done. Those
3: are crab flavored chips. Oh my gosh! Oh, Sean's out. <laughs> Soy sauce crab snack.
4: <laughs> Take that, man! We killed them. Did
7: you just go to the specialty market? Like, just hit up Dollar General. They have no, really I know where you went. chip flavors there. What is this? Where is this
4: from? It's is it called h oh, Also,
7: it's upside down. Yeah. It's in another language. You didn't even hold it upright. No, I think this. Is...
4: Oh no, you're. No, no you're right. Is...
7: Oh, that says it all. I mean, I'm wrong.
4: Yeah, H-Mart is like an Asian uh, market. You can get good things or you can get these things. It's a great store when you're passing it on the
3: road. <laughs> these are crab-flavored chips. I don't know if they're blue crab because I can't read the, <laughs> the writing on it. Let's see. It doesn't matter the color. Of, product of Korea. Wheat flour, Ugh. palm oil, starch, cacao. Okay, cacao extract and soy sauce powder. No thank you. Looks like there's crab extract in there as well. I'm gonna have another
4: one of those.
7: Yeah, th- uh, I, uh,
3: those we need are to, uh, work with
7: my shellfish allergy oh, here. My
4: body rejected it. So we've been waiting for <laughs> Dean to get
2: emotional. My
7: body rejected it. <laughs> this is a
2: great idea when someone else is trying it. Yeah. My throat literally shut off. It would not swallow.
7: <laughs> yeah, you're probably allergic to it too, dude. <laughs> All
3: right, this one should be a lot more generic to the taste. It's the little Frito flavored thing with the green specks. This guy? Okay. No. Yes. 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 That guy. Yep. Okay. That should be. It's a very common
4: flavor. I my lesson. I'm going to the smallest
2: one I got. Uh, yeah. It looks like a like a sour cream and onion Captain Crunch. All right. That right. actually tastes like a Frito. Yeah. Yeah, like airier. It's fine. That's fine. That's way better than what, what we What is this famous. one? Seaweed flavor turtle chips. <laughs> oh, are there sea- turtles
3: involved? I don't. Did think you so. fly
2: somewhere last
7: night? I don't <laughs> understand. It's plant based.
3: Now this is a, that's a corn snack, corn snack mix,
4: seaweed seasoning. Ooh. This one's lingering. I don't like it. Oh, you got your burger here right. right, <laughs>
2: too. You're right. It does taste like you got knocked over by a wave and swallowed the sea. Yeah, back. it does. Ugh. Also Korean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Good
7: logo. That's
2: right. It does strong logo. Chips. She would pick the chips based on the yeah, logo just like, oh, like the dentist.
7: Great logo. Let's get four of those you bags. You know what? Not bad.
4: That's a lie. They're bad.
2: It's it's like a light, airy Frito if you like seaweed chips. You know, seaweed. So. Which are not bad. The first minute is fun. It's afterwards. It hangs around yes. your mouth. It yeah. does. I it's like, like spotting the, a bad toupee. I like tasting the ocean.
4: <laughs> I like tasting the ocean. I like gargling with the ocean.
1: Right, just finally. sitting
4: back in back of my throat.
1: Like Finally. drowning in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: one that looks like a Crispix. Oh, I haven't heard Crispix in a long time. Corn on All one right.
4: side, rice on the other, I believe. This is oddly shaped like a rat, so I hope we're looking at the right this flavor. This is the one that smells bad to me, the worst. Oh, God, it smells so bad.
3: Oh,
2: oh,
7: oh, oh it tastes like my... Oh, oh,
2: oh, my God! Oh, oh, oh it like a cat!
7: I think it, it tastes like looted. a cat! Oh, God! <laughs> oh! You guys pull it together. I can't take over the show it so oh, oh my god. It smells like kitty
4: litter. That's what I mean. That's what it we, smells like. We've been oh, waiting for this guy to get emotional one. about you leaving, Sean. Instead, he's trying to kill you. <laughs> no tears, poison. Oh god, those that, are awful. DA, yeah, you're you're fired. Cuttlefish.
3: <laughs> Which is cuttlefish. a type of squid. <laughs>
4: You are and I'm I'm not eating whatever in this wrapper. Dude, why didn't we do this before the bagels? No, I'm glad I enjoyed the bagel first. Oh Oh, god, God. cuttlefish.
7: Why did you pick all these chips in the seafood category? (laughs) Well,
3: this H Mart didn't have a lot of chips in other categories. That was really bad. Heinous. It has minced cuttlefish palm oil.
7: Oh, gosh. Cuttlefish
3: extract. This is dying. Red radish, purple sweet potato, cacao, onion kelp extract. Oh, I'm so mad at you. Oof, these are really that is wretched.
1: I thought you would get a little di- a little bit of yeah, not just seafood. <sighs> I, I couldn't they're...
3: find just traditional
2: hickory smoked barbecue. Come on. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's next? The flounder flavored ruffle? <laughs> <laughs> Bad sushi Doritos?
3: No, this one, it just okay. says raw on it. No, but this this, <laughs> this actually is. Look, I tricked you guys into eating terrible stuff, but this is not. It's not seafood based.
2: Oh, jeez. It's a crispy roll. Do you want to know the flavor of it? Well, i am just gonna tell you this one, i going to give you the benefit of that. It smells like a churro. Oh.
3: Yeah. This one's pretty basic. It looks like a cigar,
2: little Cuban cigar with an like a my body's got some weird burpsies right now. Yeah. Thanks. It won't go away. So that there's just,
3: just try this. Just because it's one.
7: individually wrapped, doesn't make it higher end.
4: This, is,
3: this is not seafood based.
4: Alright. You know what? I'm not leaving the show. I'm I don't need to eat any of this. I'm done. This one's not terrible. This is cream cheese.
2: thought I just knocked cream cheese earlier. That's how much the other chips stunk. It washes
1: out all that seafood.
3: It's a crispy roll cream cheese. Crispy roll cream
2: cheese.
3: Trick
7: or treat. So you know what?
2: Some losers.
3: Maybe Some.
7: Some.
2: The worst draft class of all time. Find the winners.
7: Yeah,
3: that that was pretty bad. Well, all right, guys. I guess you don't like international travel then.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) We already knew that Pete. I just went to a lake. I'm staying here. Man, guess nobody wants to be the next Anthony Bourdain around here. No.
7: Can I balance out your palate for a second, you,
3: Hurricane Jen? No, no, I'm, No.
2: I'm nauseous.
7: That was bad. That was bad, real bad idea.
2: <laughs>
7: and then, like, also great for listeners. Like, hey, listen to us crunch some chips. There's nothing worse than like being around your friend. They have like loud chips in your ear. Oh, it's well, a staple
3: here, though. Kid. Yeah, just so you know, we've done this like 20 times. And
7: again, <laughs> th- this leads to promotions. I have got it all wrong. I have got it all wrong. Now
1: I got squid smell on my hands. <laughs>
2: yeah, my body feels like regret and nausea. <laughs> <laughs> and nausea's about to leave the feels room. Like and
4: nausea. <laughs> <laughs> he, he used to react uh, to vegetables like this. At least now he just has a salad or two. Garrett. Ugh.
3: Well, look. The new guy will get the.
7: Did P- he do a taste test?
3: PB and J
4: flavored Ruffles. Nice.
3: Yeah, we'll do something.
4: I'm bringing that bit with me, though.
3: You're not allowed to be the food guy, right? Food guy. No. You said you oh, declared. I'm not no a eating. Guy. Good
2: point. I'm done eating.
3: You're right. Moraz says when he goes over to the new place, Katie, he's not allowed to use Moraz, so he's got to go by his full name. Why?
4: Fair question.
2: I was told by a boss that goes by a nickname that he doesn't like nicknames.
3: Not allowed to use the nickname over there. And Mraz says, not doing any of the bits, I'm not the food guy over there. I don't want to be known to the food guy. So <laughs>
2: Why exactly do you want? You? Katie gets it. Why is that funny, Katie? Why is that funny? <laughs> <laughs>
7: It's funny that you have like a rider going into this with like all these <laughs> only green and... MMs. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> it's like a scroll.
3: <laughs> that was the most genuine smile I've ever actually seen on Katie to just <laughs> let that image and idea percolate and not even say anything, just grinning ear to ear like a cheshire cat. Oh my god. Oh, you're not the food guy anymore.
7: Right. He wants to change his brand. I mean, you just can't do that. You can't change what you're known for. Yeah. He'll
4: be One, the tech guy over there.
2: He'll have yeah. the remote control <laughs> yeah. coolers. Yeah. One change of pants a day. Oh, Corona Light went to Corona Premier. <laughs> rebranding to Corona Premier
3: from Corona Lard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, has headlines and Stun 2 news with Katie Linendoll, mystery guest here in studio.
4: Uh, well, since running backs are useless, Saquon Barkley is stuck on the franchise tag for now. In an unnamed city, Barkley was asked about his strategy for training camp and didn't hold back. Now, I'll point out this podcast was taped last week when there was still technically some time for Barkley and his football team to agree on a multi-year extension. My
1: love is, shiz. I can say you to the Giants, I say you to my teammates, and be like, "You want me to show you my work? You want to show you how much how valuable I am to the team? I won't show up. Right. I won't play it down. But anybody think- knows me knows that's not something I want to do. But like, it's something that has it something that crossed my mind. It's like it I never to. I never thought I would ever do that. But like now I'm at a point where it's like Jesus, like I I might have to take it to this level.
3: I mean, enough with him on the freaking soup line. He's making $10 million. <laughs> I would say F that, F that. I wouldn't show up. You're making the average of the three highest paid players of the position. Like, everyone
4: relax. Giant veterans are due at training camp next Tuesday. All the Jets report today making them the first team with everybody on hand. Uh, let's stay in the city we can't name unless they're offering you diaper money. Uh, the National League baseball team <laughs> in town almost embarrassed everybody last night.
3: won. Swinging a fly oh, ball sent deep left center field. He got another one! Home run Alvarez. Two run shot for the 21 year old who rounds the bases for the second time tonight.
4: That's Keith rat on WCBS Radio here in You Know Where. Rookie catcher Francisco Alvarez, a pair of two run shots, helping the Blanks build an 11-4 lead on the White Sox, only to win 11-10. Chicago made the final out with runners on second and third. Those were two of the 12 teams that reached double figures last night, the second most all-time. The most since 1894. The Giants won in Cincinnati, and the Royals topped the Tigers both 11-10, while the Diamondbacks outscored the Braves in Atlanta 16-13. There was also the Dodgers getting a 10-3 win in Baltimore. L.A.'s won 8-9, of and the Pirates took a 10-1 home loss from the Guardians, but they did sign number one pick, LSU pitcher Paul Skeens, to a record $9.2 million signing bonus. We mentioned this briefly back in hour. number one. The Pac-12 not expected to announce its new media deal at Football Media Day on Friday in Vegas, but the details will come, quote, in the near future. The Nets and Cavaliers will play in Paris in January, marking the NBA's third regular season game in France. And from the WNBA, Ryan Howard, 21 points and 7 assists as Atlanta pushes win streak to 7, 82-73 over the Lynx. And yes, right now, we get in
2: Doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Oh. Oh. It's
4: still just grossed out by the chip flavor. I can't get it out of my mouth. Yeah, I just have to fight it back. <laughs> Awful. The mid script. Uh, If you are in tiny Blanchard, Oklahoma, be on the lookout for an escaped pet wallaby. It got out of its Uh backyard enclosure and is now believed to be in a wooded area on the edge of town. Be careful, though. Wallabies can kick. They are like kangaroos, which reminded me of one of Katie's most recent visits. The roo wanted to kill this woman. He had her prone on the ground. He just left. He's into the next bush to eat. (laughs) I will say that... 855. (laughs) I will say that, again, multiple (laughs) listeners sent this to me, and all the different headlines... I'll handle this, guys. Uh, all the different headlines ah! really oversold the attack. Nothing yeah, really happened. Not the headlines in this that she got, like, maimed by no. this kangaroo. and Did it's you like, see grays. the where the
7: guy actually boxed the kangaroo?
4: I think, honestly, legal's here now as well. <laughs> <at>? <laughs> no, no <laughs> nothing at
2: all. Just poor choice of words at the ports.
7: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Infamous.
2: Yeah. I go with fault. shrub next time. Just stick with shrub. <laughs> oh,
7: no. <laughs> oh, no. And grass.
2: Munch? No, stop. Oh, stay away from that word, too. (laughs) Go (laughs) away (laughs) from munch. Pete sweated enough with the roofs of his gingerbread (laughs)
3: head falling
7: off. It's 8.30. 30. So okay. Oh my gosh. Katie is in studio. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Did you ever notice this when I show up I and things get 20% worse? Well, 10
2: years he's never uttered that sentence on the air once. <laughs> <laughs> it,
7: it was technically appropriate.
2: That's why Pete didn't dump
4: it.
7: It did not. It's family friendly. We've got gingerbread houses. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Pan to the yes. gingerbread house.
4: Exactly. All right, so two things I have to point out. I think the clip that we posted that I pulled that from ends before I think you made the last joke of the whole thing. You made a—I don't even know if I can say it again. I
2: think Pete dumped it. He I think did, that's right? Why, yeah.
4: You made one last joke about. What DA might have been suggesting? Uh, a pack,
2: a package that
4: Amazon sends stuff in. You can't yeah. Say
2: that.
1: Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a package Amazon sends. Yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> oh, can't dump that. <laughs>
4: Ray Ray. <laughs> oh, God, that was great. Uh, but also, too, Stop. the link was to Facebook, and there's a comment, and I didn't see this oh no. originally, only now it goes a guy from I think his name is Ray Ray. Bogish isn't feminine enough. Now we have an actual female in reference to Katie being on the show, too. So he doesn't like anything, apparently. Katie is going to apply for this job, perhaps.
2: Oh. That is yeah. the one candidate I know would be better than me at this. <laughs> That's the one. The one I chance. know would be. Doesn't mean others can't be. Yeah, could you add it to your four other careers? (laughs) (laughs) I need this week off. I got to go play in Nashville all week.
7: (laughs) I am heading to Nashville (laughs) Oh, you're going to SEC Media Days?
2: No, to record my new album. I'll be at the Tin Roof on Friday. I got to go.
5: All right. Uh, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: You put in the hours, the
5: energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter.
7: Drink
4: responsibly, beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: No one knows what analytics is. They think it's like a bunch of nerds doing math, which I don't know, maybe that's what it is.
0: <laughs> nerd, nerd, nerd. It's
5: time now for The Mothership's Advanced Analytics.
3: Big debate earlier in the show, prefer body wash or bar of soap? 58% of you say, body wash! Wow, is that so? Now data tells us the earliest known bar of soap was 2800 BC, created by the Babylonians. Not the West Babylonians. William Shepard patented the formula for liquid soap back in the late 1800s and the largest bar of soap weighed over 31,000 pounds. Wow. Well, this has been a hell of a week. we got two more shows to go. We don't know who's going to take over the reins from her we're still in the middle of the interview process. I know the listeners have largely interviewed, but we have yet to get to the people that have been in the industry and have done the job
1: before. Well, oh, that starts today.
3: The Robs. Or the people that have been part-timers here at CBS Sports Radio looking to to get promoted. So there's a lot to get to. As it unfolds, obviously, you guys will be the first to know, unless I'm not allowed to say, in which case you'll be the last to know. I don't know. Maybe I'll be the last to know. Sometimes, often, that's the way things can work around here. (laughs) (laughs) But more mystery guests tomorrow and Friday, and more mystery segments. But I do promise no more cuttlefish chips.
2: Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Burn
1: those bags, please.
2: uh, It still feels caked onto my tail. I almost feel like I need a root canal after eating those chips. It's so bad.
1: Root canal actually tastes better
2: than that.
3: What did we choose on the epic fail, That?
2: Well, look, I don't know what the next two days of the epic fail are going to be, so I think we give another hat tip to Bob as Krusty the Clown.
3: Okay, all right. Bob as Krusty, here we go. Even the D.A.
5: show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic
3: fail. Are fitted caps still in, guys? Yeah. They're
2: big? Yeah. Yeah. I know they're still in because my dad hates them. (laughs) It's a good gauge My dad needs like the Velcro strap on the back He doesn't even want like the dots (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I definitely know fitted hats are in Is that because it's too much work for Bob? Hey, welcome, I'm Bob, come on in, this is my boss Well, I guess his hair grows really crusty, (laughs) the clowny, and poofy So he needs to constantly adjust if he doesn't have a haircut. So, I mean, I went to, it was like May. I mean, the Yankees haggling with the guy outside, getting him down from seven bucks to five bucks. And the guy's like, for the Velcro hat? Nobody even wants that. I would have given it to you for a buck. Go big blue. Bob bought a Velcro Yankees hat? Yeah, from a guy at a flip-up table that was some bottled waters for a dollar. Right outside Yankee Stadium.
3: (laughs) The Velcro one's awesome. What a dad move! That was hard. That was really hard for me to do. Uh,
2: hard, yeah, totally.
3: It's actually a grandpa move. It's not even totally. a dad move. Totally.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's got the cane. I'm like, this is this is what we are now. Yankees. us do the clown. Hey, hey, hey!
4: Yeah. Just to show him how grateful I am. I told him you would. Don't make
0: me a liar. <laughs>
4: The moment that
2: hair grows out a little bit, he's got to adjust the Velcro, and it lifts up and up and up on his head like a hot (laughs) air. Kids, it's my Velcro Yankees hat. (laughs) Oh, God.
3: How long do I have to keep doing this? (laughs) Hey, kids. The Yankees are in the playoff race. Oh, God. When's Judge coming back?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that a beautiful cartoon?
3: Epic fail, you loser.
2: That is why you
3: fail. Epic fail. Oh, God. Is this season over yet? (laughs) (laughs) Two more months of trade deadline talk. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that Nary, a tear has been shed this week. I don't know if we're going to get there. I know Cap has been waiting to catch something emotional on the air, but he might have to keep waiting. I don't think any of us are going to
2: break down. <laughs> no.
3: We've,
2: we've, we've had funny uh, funny quips. I mean, look, you never know. Sinatra starts playing Summer Wind, something like that. <laughs> Next thing you know, the tears are flowing. But I think we're not. I think we're good. If I can get like the mystery guest to be Ryan Callahan or something, then maybe we'd get some tears. Totally. Totally would be. But I don't know. Look, I think we cried when I got the diagnosis. I've been in hospice now for three weeks. (laughs) Horrible way to put it. He (laughs) did a burger comp earlier. That's nowhere near that. I
3: didn't do a death comp.
2: (laughs) Well, Miraz is dying. I hate to break it there, buddy. I'm in
1: hospice
2: now. That's horrible.
3: Well, that's true. The Miraz character is kind of fading from the picture, much like Back to the Future. Yeah.
2: Where am I?
3: (laughs) Yeah, now it's only Sean Morash. You'll probably have super professional promotional photos done with the guys that totally. will probably be posted on social media here shortly or perhaps even posted on our simulcast by Andrew <laughs> Kaplan. Very professional, yes. <laughs> now today you've got a meeting with the boss or with the whole
2: crew? I'm not sure. I know wow. a boss will be there. I don't know if it's the whole crew. Hopefully, it's that that this is still going forward.
1: (laughs) Well, remember, it's Sean
3: Moresh. If it's not going forward, let us know soon because we have a lot
2: of applicants to go through this one. I'll call Rob first, then you. Rob, the 321.
3: Rob, the 321 is apparently being considered. I'm not sure if it's by the powers that be or if it's by Bryce Gelman, our intern. Yeah, no, I. I think by Pete first and foremost.
1: <laughs> yeah, by me, right by me.
3: <laughs> Today was a big day, by the way. Morass saying I'm not going to be the food guy anymore. Today ate multiple bagels; they were delicious. Bryce brought them in, delicious. And then ate disgusting chips for the taste testing, and then crushed a baconator. Any more? Any more? <laughs> after this week, any more? <laughs> hey, can you go over there already, please? <laughs> That'll do it for us this morning here on the show. Thanks to Sean Mraz, executive producer. Thanks to Pete the Body, Bellati, on the Wheels of Steel and Audio Director. Thanks to Andrew Bogus on your headlines. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. And thanks to Bryce Gelman as well for helping out behind the scenes today, making a hot bagel run. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Be good and be good to one another. I'm DA and the Mothership Disconnect. <laughs>